Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning, a couple of familiar faces, but we can't hear from these guys too often. CEO George Roberts and Director of Community Outreach Terrence Eights from NetHealth, the Northeast Texas Public Health District. Good morning to both of you. Great to have you with us for an update, recap, whatever you want to call it. Good morning. Thank you, John. Good morning, sir. Nice to be. Thank you for having us this morning. You bet. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. I've lost track of how many times we've had you guys on the air, but it's been over a year, and it's never a bad time to talk about public health. And whenever we get you in here, it seems like we're always in the midst of something that needs some kind of special emphasis there may be more than one thing on that this time around so let's get rolling here george uh you've been the ceo now for how long of 11 years 11 years yeah <laughs> I, I think i had brown here when i started this job too uh, great you and i both grade up over time i think yeah right it's well, a sign of wisdom hopefully a sign of wisdom and we're going to be getting about 30 minutes worth of that today brief history of net health northeast texas sure, public sure. health district. well basically we uh the northeast texas public health district was uh first known as the tyler smith county health unit it was created back in 1936 by the uh, city of Tyler, Smith County, and Texas Department of Health. We, we morphed into what's called the Smith County uh, uh, Public Health District back in 1994 when the city of Tyler and Smith County came together and said, we want to basically form this district. In recognition of the fact that we serve more than just the city of Tyler and Smith County, we became the Northeast Texas Public Health District in 2003. So a little history. We have a, gosh, that's 80-plus year history now. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, public health goes back to, you know, years before that. But we, our, formally, I, we kind of say, I guess, our birth was back in 1936. Uh-huh. And um, you serve mainly Smith County, but you have outreach to a number of other communities as well, mostly through your women with infants and well, children. Well, our WIC program. WIC program. So we're the county, Smith County, we, we serve the WIC. We serve WIC clients in 20 East Texas counties. We also have a program called Public Health Emergency Preparedness and Disease Surveillance. Right. We serve seven East Texas counties, including Smith County, of that as well. Okay. And uh, your mission and vision, and maybe just a brief overview of what you do through NetHealth. Sure. Basically, well, you know, essentially, John, since 1900, 30 years have been added to the average lifespan of Americans. 25 of those are public health initiatives, such as clean water, safe food, vaccinations. And uh, the, the other five are basically, you know, medical care advances. So what, what does public health do? Basically, we're here to, we're here to look for basically take care of the, the needs of the population. So if, if clean water is out there, if restaurants are safe, uh, if people have vaccinations, I'm looking at the public, the public as a whole. When you go see the doctor, and all of us hopefully go see the doctor at least once a year for a preventative checkup, uh, that's a one-on-one relationship. So I'm working on populations. The medical care system works one-on-one. Okay. Uh, quick contact information here. I have your phone number, main phone number. There are several, and you can find them on the website, 903-535-0030. Main office at 815 North Broadway in Tyler, and the website is mynethealth.org. New uh, website. New, new website, website address. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mynethealth.org. All righty, because it is all of our net health. That's right, it? yes. Okay. And Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram are available if you want to go that route, and we'll probably mention that again several times during the course of the show as for your vision and this is on your website as we just mentioned i believe through your collaborative efforts northeast texas communities will be the healthiest in the state 
mission to prevent illness, promote health and protect the community and values. You respect the rights of the individual. Anything you want to go to as far as elaborating on those values and how important they are? Well, they're very, very important. Uh, you know, respect, honesty, uh, change. You know, we, we're basically here. We, we exist to serve our community and try to get our community to be as healthy as they possibly can because it basically is, you know, you, you work for a business here, a radio station. Mm-hmm. If, if When people are, are not healthy, when they're sick, Basically, it creates all kind of various varieties of schedule. We talked about that earlier this morning. Yeah. Uh, basically, so it's if, if employees are healthy, employees are productive, the business works better. So that our job is basically we want businesses to be healthy, and that's one of the things that we've, we're working on with our Healthy Worksite initiative that Terrence will talk about here momentarily. Okay. We want to talk about an overview of your departments and then maybe go into some of the specifics on each of those as we go through. And um, I understand that each of those has a special achievement. Let's just go ahead and toss the ball to you and, uh, again, just an overview of each department under your auspices. Sure. Uh, so we'll, we'll start off with, we'll go to vital statistics. So if you need a, a in, 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 in our area, if you need a birth certificate or death certificate, uh, uh, come see us. We're our... Facility 815 North Broadway, they're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30. And we can take care of those needs for you. Everybody needs a birth certificate. Uh, and they recently received the five-star exemplary award from the state of Texas. Got that back in December. So uh, Micah also Brooks runs a, runs a great department there. And so we have birth and death records going back to, uh, you know, the turn of the century, not the turn of 2000, but the turn of 1900. Mm. So it's very way back. Way, way back. Yeah, so uh, we, very interesting there. Uh, continue on, we have our environmental health department, which was, you know, as, as you mentioned earlier, maybe one of our more public faces of the, of the whole organization. We're the organization that's charged with inspecting the food and restaurant establishments in Smith County. We also do public swimming pools and spas. We also investigate general sanitation complaints. So environmental health and, you know, again, that's in mobile food units have been part of that whole uh, deal as well we now have over yeah. if you count all the you know every type of mobile food unit we have we have now over 30 mobile food units in, in tyler wow. tyler smith county so hard that's to really, believe that's really grown in the last you know over the I last know we've year talked about that yeah, in, on past that shows. yeah and just a fun fact there are over 1200 food establishments throughout smith county so not just restaurants that includes cafeterias hotels uh, assisted living facilities any any location that prepares food for the public our environmental health department, they visit that location, make sure they're on the up and up before they're able to actually provide the food. Just within the city of Tyler, there are over 800 food establishments. Uh, we know there's there's restaurants, you see restaurants all over the place, but the number of food establishments are it's more than you would think that there are. More than you would think that there yeah, are. Yeah, you know, okay. one of the biggest things that they're, yeah, they want to train employees to know what they're, uh, what they're doing. Uh, they uh, they want to make sure the employees are, you know, handle food safely. And John, do you know what the, what is the biggest thing that, that they would find in, in food staff? What's the biggest thing that they preach uh, when they talk to food service workers? The biggest thing they preach, yeah. I'll bite, what is it? Wash your hands. Wash your <laughs> hands. Wash your hands. I will testify to that being a former waiter for six years. Wash your yes. hands. That's the biggest cause of foodborne illnesses is people not washing their hands. So, so important. So, so important. Very important. So, you know, kind of moving on through the rest, uh, we have a laboratory, uh, we, which is a very big uh, part of our prevention aspect. We, we basically sample water supplies for many water systems throughout East Texas. Uh, we also serve as a, a, a regional milk lab. Basically, uh, we have state sanitarians that are bringing us milk samples from not only dairies, but also retail outlets. Uh, we also sample uh, STD samples, sexually transmitted disease samples in mm. our lab. 
we do tuberculosis uh, control and elimination. We have, you know, people think that uh, the tuberculosis is one of those diseases that's been eradicated. That is far from the truth. Our job is basically to try to keep TB to a dull roar. Uh, and basically TB is very contagious. And so our staff basically goes and works with patients who've been diagnosed with TB and gives them medicine and basically tries to make sure that they are you know, under control. Uh, our immunization function, we, give, uh, uh, we offer vaccinations for, for children and adults uh, and we, you know, all types of vaccinations. And we offer very important right now, John, is the flu vaccine. Yes. Uh, flu vaccine is very, you know, there's been some real issues about, you know, is the flu, flu vaccine effective, not effective? There have been some issues with that this year, but we still, the CDC still recommends one of the best things you can do to, you know, basically prevent the flu and also maybe control the flu if you do get it is to get a flu shot. Uh-huh. And we've heard all the stories about how the flu vaccine is not as effective this year as it has been in the past because the flu uh, virus has mutated. But again, the comeback is always get that shot anyway. You do improve your chances of staying healthy, even if there are no guarantees. Right. And if you do happen to get the flu, it will hopefully give you a lesser course than otherwise. Uh, I've talked to, talked to a local physician here just in the last week or so and asked him, uh, what he's seen, and basically he has seen a lot of flu, but he basically said he only saw a couple of people that actually had, had the flu vaccination. Okay. So they're, they're, they're basically there's a lot of people that still don't get it. So uh, please, it's not too late. It is not. It is not never too late. too late because they, each year kind of builds. In it. I used to think that, you know, once you got the flu shot, basically that covered you for the year. That was it. Uh, but basically each year kind of builds another because that virus mutates all the time. So once you kind of get immunity of one, it kind of starts to, to build on others, et cetera. So next year there'll be a different, you know, uh, algorithm in the flu vaccine. Okay. And hopefully we get, hopefully it gets better and better as time goes on. That's, that's a challenge. You bet. George Roberts and Terrence Aids from NetHealth, the Northeast Texas Public Health District, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. As we continue on, that, was, that wasn't all the departments right there. I think you have a uh, Yeah, we have several more. We have several more. There's more. There, there's more. We, have, we run the WIC program in, uh, in 20 East Texas counties. What does that stand for again? Women, Infant, Children. Women, Infant, Children. Okay. Right. And what they do, basically, they, they counsel uh, pregnant mothers, new mothers, children up to age five, and for get, receiving the nutrition counseling, they basically they get benefits loaded on their card. Basically, supplement. It's not like food stamps. Basically, they offer provide them with some milk products, dairy products, grains, fresh fruits and vegetables, etc. And it's basically to try to give them some supplemental types of foods. But the main thing is that we're educating them to eat better, and hopefully that again that prevention function of public health. Hopefully they are learning some habits that basically help them live a healthier life and not cost the healthcare system as much in the future. Okay. Um, now, the WIC program, Women, Infant, Children. WIC. Now, it's WIC. Now, it's WIC. now we also want to make sure that men, fathers, can bring their kids to WIC also. Where the, the mothers have usually been the person to bring the kid to the WIC clinic. Yeah. The fathers can bring their kids also. And also if the, the guardian of the child can bring into the WIC clinic. So if it's a grandparent that's taking care of the kids, uh, we want them, even though women is in the name, we don't want to exclude fathers staying involved in the family and being involved. Uh, one of our staff in WIC, his name is Billy Neal, he's a peer dad counselor. So his specific job uh, okay. is to engage with fathers of kids between the ages of one and five to have them to be actively engaged 
and making sure their family stays healthy. Okay, so you're not about to change the name to Wick and Mick yet, but uh, right. definitely <laughs> want to include the dads as well. And that's uh, probably your biggest program as far as uh, regional outreach. Right. How many counties do you totally serve through the Wick program? We have 20 counties. 20 so we counties. Have 21 clinics in 20 counties. So okay. we go all the way up to, you know, as far north as Clarksville. We have, you know, clinics in Atlanta, uh, Jefferson, Marshall, Carthage, around to Henderson, Jacksonville. Palestine, Athens. Gun Barrel City. Gun Barrel City. Canton. Uh, and the list goes on. Yeah, the list goes on. <laughs> so basically, you run Mount Pleasant. You kind of run that. You put up, you know, Mark and Tyler, draw, you know, your little circle around. We pretty much cover all, all of that. We're seeing roughly twenty seven to 28,000 clients a month. Uh-huh. Twenty-seven to 28,000 clients a month we're touching with through our WIC services. Uh-huh. Uh, in Focus, I'm John Sims. That's the show this morning. We have George Roberts and Terrence Eights from NetHealth, the Northeast Texas Public Health District, with us this morning. Again, some contact info, 815 North Broadway in Tyler is the main office phone number. Main phone number is 903-535-0030. And the new website, mynethealth.org. Also access through Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. Back to departments. Any other departments you wanted to highlight this morning? Yeah, public health emergency preparedness uh, okay. and disease surveillance. Uh, basically, we, uh, if uh, with, with Hurricane Harvey, you know, we were prepared to deal with potential people coming up for, as a result of Hurricane Harvey. That's their the part, public health emergency preparedness job. They were very active in, you know, most recently in the, in the terrible Van Zant County tornadoes, mm. Canton, et cetera. Uh, Vicki McAllister, who runs, uh, who's our coordinator in Van Zant County, doubles as emergency management coordinator in Van Zant County. So she was, you know, had a very uh, busy uh, several weeks and even months, and received recently received a national, I mean, state award for her services uh, uh, as a result of the efforts and she did in the Canton Van Zant County area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then community outreach, which is what this handsome young man takes care of. <laughs> that would be Terrence. I have, I have a face for radio, right, George? That's right. <laughs> so community outreach, we have many different programs, uh, many of which are based at our Center for Healthy Living, which is at 2815 Frankston Highway in Tyler. Mm-hmm. It's an old fire station on 155 South. Yeah, uh, It's open to anybody from anywhere, so you don't have to live in Tyler. We actually have individuals that come from a lot of the counties uh, that we had mentioned earlier. Uh, for our breast and cervical cancer screening program, uh, January is Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, so we provide, we're a third party, per se, uh, location for a woman that is uninsured or she's underinsured uh, she can contact our center for healthy living and we can help her to get registered for a free pap smear okay and a free mammogram or both or either depending on what what her individual need is uh, so they can physically come to our center for healthy living or they can call us and we can get them connected to which hospital they would need to go to depending on which service that they need Okay. And on the website, you will find direct contact information for the Center for Healthy Living and a number of different departments that uh, are included under the auspices of NetHealth. We've been very, very pleased with the impact that we've had at the Center for Healthy Living. We opened in October of 2013, so uh, we're going on close to four and a half years now. Uh, We've had over 2,000 clients that have come to our Center for Healthy Living. Uh, All of our services that we have are free, so we have... uh, blood pressure, cholesterol, and glucose screenings that anybody can get any day. We have free Zumba classes that we offer three evenings a week on Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 6 p.m., totally free. Uh, We have our diabetes education program. Uh, We actually received uh, diabetes accreditation uh, last year. Uh, We have a 
prevention class and an education class. So uh, a common misconception can be that you may, you may have diabetes, but you may not know that you have diabetes. And one of the, the conditions that we want to, to work to avoid is for people not to wait until they become diagnosed with diabetes before they begin to manage their lifestyle to make sure they don't become diabetic. Mm-hmm. So as part of the, uh, one of the things that we had listed is uh, making sure that you're doing your oil changes as opposed to having to have a transmission repair. So as far as uh, prevention versus treatment, making sure you're, right. you're taking care of yourself, treating yourself, whether you're going to compare yourself like a vehicle or, or taking care of your home, you know, something that you've invested a lot of money and time in, your most precious resource is your own physical body. Uh-huh. And it is hard to get your health back once you lose it. So you want to okay. make sure you're taking care of your health while you are still healthy to maintain being healthy as you get older. And we're talking about the Center for Healthy Living, but this covers everything. Everything you do is about that basic maybe last minute and a half that uh, Terrence was elaborating on. Right, and I was going to say that diabetes, that we've had a recent family member who was diagnosed as there's two types of diabetes. Type 1, which is juvenile diabetes, and type 2 is something that people, as you get more uh, adult onset uh, adult onset. I, I, I did not realize, even though I've been in the healthcare business for a number of years, I did not realize how difficult it is to manage diabetes. How you, the, the control right. of insulin, what you eat, the, how you manage your blood sugar, how often you have to stick your finger if you don't have a, a, a continuous clue. It is unbelievable. I, I had no clue how, how difficult it was. It becomes it was. its own job. Yes, it, it is. It's a very, and it's, if you don't manage it, you can end up in the hospital. Uh, you could end up, you know, losing a limb. So diabetes, and we have roughly right now due to the, uh, and really adult onset, due to the higher rates of obesity, we're seeing roughly 10% of our East Texas residents have diabetes, John. 10%. 10 10%. 10%. So one out of 10 people that you see have diabetes. Have diabetes. I did not realize that. That is, and that's, it's really, so that, whatever we can do to basically help people. And if you, with the type adult onset, a lot of times, if you can, you can manage it with diet and exercise, if you can manage that diet, you don't have to maybe take as much insulin, maybe you can get off the insulin. So that's, that's huge. All righty. Talking to George Roberts and Terrence Aids with NetHealth, the Northeast Texas Public Health District, 815 North Broadway in Tyler, is the main office. Numbers 903-535-0030. And a lot of information, um, details about some of the things we're talking about today on the website, mynethealth.org. As far as how public health benefits our community, I guess we've pretty much been talking about that since we opened the mic this morning in one degree or another. Uh, we talked about flu shots, talked about daily exercise. Quitting smoking is another thing that we want to cover, and smoking has gone way, 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 way down, but you still see quite a bit of it, yes, and then you no, have these new devices like e-cigarettes. Well, you know, I just kind of go back. We, When I first started in this job, one of the things that we really wanted to, to focus on was what can we do to uh, basically eliminate smoking in the workplace. And the workplace includes not only, you know, where we're sitting right now, but also the workplace and restaurants, food establishments, uh, work sites, et cetera. And we were able to, with, through many, many uh, local leaders, we were able to accomplish that. And what we've seen, John, is the rate of smoking, if you watch my hand here, has, has gone down like a percent a year since that point. So it's made an impact on that, probably saved countless lives from being exposed to secondhand smoke. So how do you quit smoking? You know, Terrence has been really involved. He's worked with youth uh, uh, over time. He's also worked with uh, how do you, it's, once, you know, I think, you know, many of us have known people who smoke and it, if you don't smoke, 
it's very easy to kind of criticize somebody until you've talked to somebody who really did smoke and how difficult it is to get off those things. And Terrence has worked basically with some tobacco cessation methods. So we have some cessation classes available at our Center for Healthy Living. Uh, you can contact us to find out when those classes are being offered. Uh, like Georgia mentioned, I've been involved with a youth tobacco coalition uh, the last 10 years, actually, now I think about it, since 2008. Yeah. Uh, the coalition's called PCAT, P-E-C-A-T, it's the acronym People Educating Communities About Tobacco. So there's two different focuses in that. We provide counseling and resources and assistance for adults who are wanting to quit tobacco use. Uh, the other aim is to educate and to empower kids. And as kids, I will define that as being middle school and high school and college students to encourage them about the dangers of tobacco use, to encourage them not to start tobacco use. On, on average, uh, age 13 is when a tobacco user first experiments with using mm -hmm. tobacco, whether uh -huh. that is a cigarette, whether that's dip, whether that's e-cigarette, any kind of tobacco use. The younger the person is once they're first introduced, the more likely they are to become a lifelong user. So that's okay. why we have that important focus on making sure we're we're reaching out to the middle school ages. Right. Okay. And we're not, as you know, you mentioned e-cigarettes. We're you know, that's been mentioned as a tobacco cessation type of tool. We're not as fond of that. Uh, we, we, we think that's just a, you know, we, we look at it typically as the, it seems like you have see a lot of people using e-cigarettes and it can lead to people smoking. So, yeah. you know, our, our suggestion is to stay away from tobacco products. It is not, it's, it's not good for you. Okay. Um, moving along quickly this morning with George Roberts and Terrence Aits from NetHealth, Northeast Texas Public Health District. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And we want to talk now about NetHealth's involvement with Fit City Tyler. That's a year-round proposition. And uh, I guess the Lighten Up East Texas is the one key component of that that's just now getting kicked right, off. Right. What's, what's the latest sure. on all of that? So basically, we... A little bit about Fit City. Fit City started back in 2010, and the whole effort is basically to try to make Tyler a Fit City one step, one bite, one health conscious decision at a time. And we uh, we talked about, you know, early in the process, we did a lot of community activities, et cetera. Then we kind of finally came up with this idea that what can we do something like a Biggest Loser contest? So we didn't, we didn't want to uh, – the, the, the premise was, well – we don't want people to lose, you know, in a lot in a short period of time, a lot of weight because a lot of times the people that do that, they go back and start eating again and basically reverts and doesn't really accomplish what we want. Uh -huh. But can we get what can we do to encourage people to lose a little bit and then kind of get themselves on a healthier lifestyle thereafter? So we came up with this idea six years ago for Lighten Up East Texas, and, and Terrence can is Terrence kind of helps manage that Lighten Up East Texas uh, effort. So this is a free. Let me emphasize that a free program open to anybody over the age of 18. The, those are the rules <laughs> for entry. All right. Uh, so no all, cost, of us all of us qualify. There's no cost for, for participation. This is a lottery drawing for anyone that loses at least 5% of their weight. We have a weigh-in period and a weigh-out period. The weigh-in period is going on right now. It actually started January 2nd, but it's not too late to enter now. You can go to L-U-E-T dot org. That's the acronym for Lighten Up East Texas. Mm -hmm. L-U-E-T dot org. It has all the info about how to register. Uh, we have a list of all the different weighing locations that we have all over East Texas. Uh, so pretty much every city we mentioned about our WIC clinics, we have a weighing location all over East Texas. And when you weigh in, you have to make sure you go back to that weighing location to weigh out. And that's going to be in the end of April. 
So everybody that loses 5% of their weight are entered into our grand prize drawings. Uh, and last year, we had two $5,000 cash grand prizes, one for men and one for women. So every man that lost 5% was entered into a $5,000 cash drawing. Uh, that winner last year is actually an employee at Train. So we uh, highly encourage companies and work sites to become their own weighing locations to register their employees and to lighten up East Texas. Uh, our female winner was from Winsboro. So it's the show that we, uh, our winners aren't just Tyler only, Smith County only. It's, mm -hmm. it's available to anybody all over East Texas. And in past years, we've had winners from Nacogdoches, from, from Paris, and, and all cities in between. And we've learned that this is a, it's a sustainable weight loss because it's a 5% weight loss. So it's not by the number of pounds. We're not awarding whoever loses the most amount of weight. We're making it as available as possible to everybody to lose just a little bit of weight. And on average, depending on what your weight is, that 5% of your weight, it's anywhere from 5 to 15 pounds. So oh, okay. over, over a three-month so period. So not difficult. It's a new, it's new Year, so uh, you can, it's something very easy. It's easy achievable. achievable. Uh -huh. Yeah. If they want to find out, uh, tell me again, is there a specific website for this, or can they uh, get, to the, get, get to the information through the um, uh, NetHealth website? So the, you know, the website is luet.org. Uh, okay. But That's that website I... is also available on mynethealth.org. Oh, okay. So you can find it either way. Mynethealth.org or, more directly, luet.org. Thanks. And and FitCityTyler.com can tell you all about our FitCityTyler initiatives, et cetera, too. So you have three different – we throw out three different We'll websites. get you there either way. Oh, hopefully we haven't confused your <laughs> listeners this morning. Well, I, I think it has an upside, too. I mean, there are three different places they can go to get the information and to get involved. Now, one of the things that's coming up soon, you have a heart-healthy breakfast. That's Friday, February 2nd from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. That's going to be, uh, I believe, at UT Health Northeast? Mm -hmm. Correct, okay. yes. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. And you had a deadline. You've extended that because of the weather. The deadline for applying is now Tuesday, January, January 23rd. 23rd. Okay. So this is a recognition program we're offering to companies in the Tyler area to highlight the healthy activities, the healthy initiatives that they're doing for their employees in their work site. So if you go on fitcitytyler.com, there's a link to download the Healthiest Workplaces application form. There are five different categories, and you can accrue multiple points in each category. So we want companies to brag on themselves, to show what works for them, because different companies of different sizes, what may work for one company may not work for another company, uh -huh. and vice versa. So we're actually wanting this to be a, a clearinghouse of sorts for companies to, to share their best practices of how they engage their employees, communication techniques that they use, uh, physical activity breaks if they do, discounts for gym memberships. They encourage their employees to do 5Ks, take walking breaks, uh, healthy food options at their at their work site. Uh, so we're giving away awards at our annual Fit City Breakfast, which is going to be on the morning of Friday, February the 2nd. Uh, that event is open to the public. Whether or not you apply for the Healthy Workplaces application, you can come and enjoy a free breakfast Great. and learn more about Fit City Tyler. Okay. Learn more about the, Fit, the Healthy Worksite Initiative. Maybe next year, you, if you don't apply this year, maybe you can learn about it and apply next apply year. Next year. Yeah. yeah, and that is at UT Health Northeast, 8 in the morning until 9.30 in the morning on Friday, February 2nd. Come on out, join the fun, and get that application in by Tuesday, January 23rd at 11.59 p.m. if you are <laughs> <That's> so <right. laughs> inclined. And I'll just say, John, in terms of Fit City, it's very important to, to recognize 
we, you know, we talk about cash prizes. We talk about our various prizes. That does the result of our sponsors. We have numerous community sponsors that have helped us with this, and we're very, very grateful. This is not just a net health effort. It is a, a citywide effort, a community-wide effort that makes this thing happen. Okay, coming down close to the end of the show, and time to kind of summarize as we visit with George Roberts and Terrence Aids from NetHealth, Northeast Texas Public Health District. I guess um, the real thing that we want people to remember, if there's maybe one, just one topic uh, all the way through the year, um, keeping in mind that there are so many things that you guys do. I don't know when you sleep, but I guess that's something that you'll have to deal with <laughs> yeah. on your own. Uh, if you go to the website, mynethealth.org, there is a segment called Healthy Living. And the first sentence in that goes a little, goes a long way. And that statement is true with being healthy every day. Below are a few simple tips that will help you to include a little bit of healthy living behaviors that you can slowly include with your day-to-day activities. And it says a few simple tips. Actually, there are more than a few, and that's a good thing. I think there's about eight <laughs> or ten par- paragraphs here, all the way from some of the things we've talked about, healthy eating, the importance of wearing sunscreen when outdoors. Talked about washing your hands. We'll mention that again. Important to get your health screenings. Keep alcohol intake to a minimum. Uh, didn't talk much about, or if uh, if any, about wearing helmets and other safety gear when biking, skating, riding a skateboard, etc. Back when uh, you know I was a little kid, yeah, didn't you didn't even think we, about we, stuff yeah, like helmets, that. We didn't, we didn't wear that stuff. But let's you know, now let's let's look at our protector noggin shall we say yeah yeah keep your immunizations up to date cook your foods to the recommended food safety temperatures don't have time to go into a lot of detail about all of that information right smoking, here this don't morning. smoke don't smoking uh, don't smoking don't uh, smoke don't <laughs> smoke okay my eighth grade english teacher would uh, give me a big frown for that one but in any event uh george roberts and terrence eight ceo and uh Director of Community Outreach for the Northeast Texas Public Health District, a.k.a. NetHealth, our guests this morning on In Focus. Let's go through that contact information again real quick in case you want to check out some websites or give them a call. It's uh, 903-535-0030 or mynethealth.org. George Roberts, Terrence Aits with NetHealth, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having us this morning, John. It's a pleasure. You bet. As always, you bet. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.